everybody. Uh, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Um, what you're joining us for today is kind of uh, what well, we're sort of calling it a session zero, but it's more of a kind of introduction episode uh, for what's going to be our next major storyline here on the podcast. Um, for those who's, who've kind of missed my announcements before, we are going to be playing Star Trek Adventures. Uh, yeah, <laughs> following on from uh, the one shot that we did last year. Um, I'm joined today by Dragon. Hello. Amy. Hello. Mark. Hello. And Eden. Hello, hello. How, how's everybody doing? Yeah, all, all right. right. Yeah, good. Just, just the hesitation at not talking over <laughs> each other there for a second. <laughs> for no like five minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hesit- hesitantly happy. <laughs> I feel like it's been a bit of a while since we've all kind of talked together as well and that, so... <laughs> yeah. Cautiously fine. Yeah. Um, all of the voices you're hearing should be familiar to anybody who's been a long-time listener. We've got a kind of mishmash here of our Call of Cthulhu and uh, things from the Flood groups who are going to be our kind of core <laughs> cast, I think, for our Star Trek series. Um, I, sh- I should probably give a bit of an intro as to sort of what the general vibe I'm going for then is as much for you guys as for the listeners as well. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be playing, as I say, Star Trek Adventures. We're going to be set uh, after the end of the Dominion War, starting in 2378, uh, aboard the Nebula class starship uh, USS Tenzing. The vibe of the series, I think I'm going to be trying to lean a bit more towards the Deep Space Nine style of to- uh, storytelling with sort of like a longer arc, but with sort of blocks storylines within it if you know what i mean which if we if we're doing a tv series would be like episodes if that makes sense um mm-hmm. yeah so while we have we're going to have an ongoing plot we're going to have sort of okay here's we're going into this episode and so that might be a compact story that will span a couple of episodes of the podcast based on <laughs> how long uh, game sessions tend to usually take and things um and i don't want to cut out any fun things that might happen um so yeah and that that's kind of going to be the vibe we're going to have a uh, sort of in a non-spoiler way we're going to be um having a longer voyage but with uh sort of sub stories within it should we say um let's uh, i th- i thought what what we'd do to start off with is if each of you kind of intro your character that you're going to be playing and sort of give a bit of a rundown of sort of what their deal is and that a couple of them we've met before actually in the uh, the one shot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um who, who would like to go first <laughs> Well, as everybody went quiet, I'll jump in. <laughs> Why not? Um, Johnny Connor is my character, uh, who you might be familiar with from last time, uh, from the episode Accidental Away Mission. Um, he's a human. He grew up on a Bajoran world. Um, his parents were traders. It wasn't towards the center of um, the Bajoran space. It wasn't anywhere near Deep Space Nine. So when all that conflict was going off, he was kind of growing up, and he was just coming of age as it all came to a head. And he'd got it into his head that he kind of wanted to be in that and that Starfleet was the big deal and that he was going to be a saluting, rootin' tootin' soldier boy. (laughs) But it all kind of dissolved just as he got into Starfleet. And now he's kind of, as you may have gathered from the uh, episode where I first played him, he's kind of longing for that, but at the same time is very green and really... (laughs) is a little bit too stuck to the rules for his own good in some respects, where he, he needs to lighten up a little bit. Um, <laughs> He's the new boy. Yeah. Yeah, fresh um, out of the academy sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, his, his leaning is towards security, um, and he's quite capable physically, 
but I think in other respects he's he's a bit kind of here and there. He's he's not got the all rounder thing that a lot of Starfleet officers have got. I think he leans more towards ultimately. I mean, one of his focuses is submission and bro- bone breaking techniques, and uh, also hand to hand. I don't remember. Hang on, I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to look at your sheet again because I don't remember that one. <laughs> oh yeah, it's on there. Believe me, it's on there. Oh god. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> It, it does sound a little bit like, Eden, you're trying to compensate for the comparisons to Arnold Rimmer from Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> we were just making in the chat, yeah. With the, uh, yeah plus we the, it's Rimmer if he was, like, a young Rimmer, but, like, if he was also really an expert Jacked. in breaking people's arms. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's a little bit less wienery than Rimmer, let's say. I, th- I think that it's more yeah. that he's really so inexperienced and he's told himself what it's going to be more than mm. anything else. Mm. And the, the reality of it is not, well, like like anything where you have a dream and then you experience the reality, it's not quite what he had in mind. And as a result, he's in this kind of very extended phase of not disillusionment, but slowly adjusting and adapting and realizing that, yeah, he's going to have to change because if he keeps going like this, he's going to rub up against everybody, as he did last time. <laughs> Would you say that maybe growing up um, with the, the Dominion War going on, he kind of... he sort of maybe form this idea in his head of like, okay, no, Starfleet, are the, they're the fighters. They fight against the, the Dominion and that. So he's he's got a bit more of like a view that he, he's got a view of Starfleet that isn't quite 100% accurate in terms of like, he thinks not less, less of the exploration, more of the uh, ships with big guns on them sort of thing. Is that... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's got a kind of a, a heroic image mm. of Starfleet. Where, I mean, really, in truth, I find like the whole diplomacy and everything and what have you that's part of the whole Star Trek thing, that's heroic in and of itself. But he's more of a, I don't know, if he was in, in our generation, he'd be the type to be reading World War II stuff and being like, rah, rah, oh, it was such a righteous fight and all this kind of stuff. It's like, that's not quite the truth of it, but you have your vision of it, and that's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you f- you fully embodied it with the avatar that you sent me of him holding two phases, <laughs> just ready to <laughs> ready for whatever comes at him because one phase is not enough. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. No, he's he's got to be ready to defend himself from all angles. Yeah, but yeah, I, th- I think that covers the bases just about. And as I say, you can if you're a first time listener, if you're listening to this and haven't gone back to the old one, then go back to the old one and you'll get a sense of. Hmm. what i already came up with for that character i mean if it still feels like it was pretty recent to me you <laughs> say old one but like i guess it was like a year ago well, yeah I, I should also add what murphy poor murphy had to put up with <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah well that's a good way of, of segueing into to your character then amy uh, you're playing yeah. um, murphy again yeah i'm replaying um lira murphy who is a half human half bajoran um she was born in a frontier colony during um, the the, the uh, frontier planets that uh, the Cardassians and the Federation had arguments over. Mm. Um, because of that, she was sent home to her grandparents, and her parents unfortunately died um, on the frontier planet fighting the Cardassians. Mm. Um, and she grew up on Earth. That's partly why she joined Starfleet, because she wanted to see the galaxy and see like where her parents were like why did they fight for this just this hunk of rock and just didn't leave so that's part of her reason so she has a great distrust and hatred for Cardassians <laughs> um and uh and last time that was partly why she was on the mission because of uh an, an incident where 
She was due to get a promotion, but unfortunately her temper got the better mm. of her with some Cardassians um, at a... On board a star base or something, wasn't it? I think yes, they would it was said, on a board, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was on a star base and they had an argument and uh, Murphy did not get her promotion. <laughs> <laughs> a few hands so were thrown. <laughs> yeah, but she knows herself very well. She knows that it was her own fault. It was her temper. Her temper got the better of her. That's why she got punished. That's why she's still waiting on her promotion. Hmm. Um, but she's, yeah, she's a lead. She's in, also in security. Um, she's got a more of a mind for the technical side, but she does have a really good right hook. <laughs> I think you you're technically Johnny's boss as well. Yes, I am Johnny's yep. boss. She has a lot of shit to put up with. <laughs> Constantly questioning the rules. <laughs> <laughs> not so much the rules, he just keeps giving her like like filling out report forms that so and so has like isn't like the standard of Starfleet regulations. She's like, oh my god! All the reports end up on her cares? desk. Sort of thing. All the reports end up her desk. Yeah, <laughs> she's always on his case. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, with with your character, I think I think Johnny's the only one we've taken the sort of. There's a specific trait, isn't there? I can't remember. Oh, let me load up your character sheet. Um, untapped potential. I yeah. Which means you're mm-hmm. it's the you're new sort of thing. <laughs> I think you're um, so Johnny's <laughs> the only one with that, but uh, everybody else has been, been in Starfleet for a couple of years. I think is the, yeah. the general vibe we're going with yeah. there. Okay, um, so uh, uh, Dragon or Mark, who would like to uh, who would like to go next? Um, so I am playing uh, Doctor Irela. Uh, she is a Delton doctor, very much interested in the like the the holistic style of healing. Mm. Um, Deltons have an ability to ease pain with skin contact, uh, which is kind of what pushed her towards the more medical side, um, like the physical medical side instead of um, psychological. Mm. They've been in Starfleet for a few years um, and they're, they have quite a chatty, like upbeat personality. Not least to try and like knowing that that will also help patients get better faster mm, mm. Um, there are some uh, telepathic so yeah that, that could be interesting yeah, some come of in handy. yeah. <laughs> the, the empathy thing as well like i say it's, it's yeah. interesting i can see that would be helpful as a doctor but also at the same time if you've got a lot of patients in pain is that going to affect you as well there's a lot to explore there yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say the the values that you've chosen for the character. I'm just looking at your sheet now. It's quite interesting. The finding joy in small things and positivity. Yeah. I can see that playing into the chattiness sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I, I guess this is sort of uh, this isn't really a spoiler. I I've the, the thought I've had for how we're going to start is that uh, your character is going to be newly assigned to the uh, the ship as we open sort of thing as a kind of the new chief medical officer if that makes sense yeah yeah um, i mean I'm, i still full full disclosure listeners i've yet to work out the exact details but we this is this is <laughs> the thing i've been kicking around in my head as a sort of a way to intro uh dr irela irela am yeah. i saying that right yes i'll figure it out yeah <laughs> okay anything else you want to add about dr irela before we hear about uh, mark's character i don't think so. fair enough okay Okay, uh, so finally then, uh, Mark, uh, tell us a little bit about your character. 
I will be playing the character of Sabin Ray, or Sabin Ray. I'll figure out how to pronounce it later on. Um, a lieutenant commander, and uh, he's a Trill. He's a joined Trill. Um, he's been serving in Starfleet for a while. Uh, he's got a focus towards uh, science. He's uh, a science officer. Uh, I'm assuming he's already on board uh, the Tenzing. Um, hmm. AJ will decide that later, obviously. Um, he's one of these people who embraces, as with most of the Trill who come from the home world, they embrace um, the way of nature, the way how things all kind of join together. Um, but he's also got a very high sort of fascination with how nature and science can sort of do the same thing just from completely different ends of the spectrum. And one of his big focuses is um, with the Borg. He's had experience with the Borg in his past. He's had friends who have lost their lives to the Borg. Uh, people have been assimilated by the Borg. Um, but despite going through all of that, he's got a very big fascination about how the Borg is kind of the, it's almost like the cybernetic uh, equivalent of joining with um, Symbiont. So how the Trill join with Symbiote. It's kind of, it's very focused on the idea of, you know, is there more to the Borg? Is there, is there a way that we can, like, more clearly understand the Borg? So that's one of his main fascinations. He's he's both frightened by the Borg, but also fascinated by them. Um, his main his main kind of expertise area is in anthropology and xenobiology. He's very fascinated with natural things, but he's also quite a dab hand with cybernetics as well. Mm. Um, he, the, the the fact that he is kind of so interested in the way the Borg operate means that people don't always feel they can trust him mm. in a weird sort of way because the Borg terrifies everybody in Starfleet. It'd be silly not to be terrified by uh, the collective in any way, but he doesn't seem to show the same level of um, sort of fear and caution. He's very keen to kind of dive in and explore things and figure out what makes them tick. So people are maybe a little bit worried, like, okay, he, you know, we're all interested in what the Borg's deal is, but this guy seems a little bit too into it, kind of thing. Is that the vibe <laughs> yeah. he's giving off sort of thing? Kind of, yeah. I mean, he kind of treats it as kind of a hobby, but also he, he's kind of made it his mission to try and understand how assimilation works and exactly how it can be made an easier process to try and un unassimilate people hmm. from the collective. It's all about going towards an end goal that benefits everybody. Um, but his fascination does kind of put people off. Um, but he's okay with that. He doesn't expect everybody to trust him, but, you know, he is Starfleet, and duty comes first in his mind. So regardless of what his fascination is, he will carry out whatever order he's given. Yeah, so he's not, you wouldn't say he's, he's not like paranoid that people aren't trusting him. He's just not fully expecting everybody to kind of, yeah, you know, be yeah. on board straight away sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. He doesn't, he's not paranoid about people's attitudes towards him and the fact that he doesn't, he can't talk to just anybody about things. He, at the end of the day, he's in Starfleet and he, he just gets on with it. If someone comes along who's is interested in what he thinks and wants to find out more, he'll happily embrace them. But he doesn't, he doesn't kind of push it on people. Hmm. It's kind of like, I'm here if you want to know about it. Um, but other than that, I'm just, I'm just a ship, starship officer, the same as everybody else. Hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, I, like I say, I'll have a think about whether, you know, I, I, I don't want it to be like, and you know, start the start the show. Everybody's new to the ship because obviously, that, but I, I think we can come up with a um, a, we'll, we'll think of a um, sort of 
I don't want to say backstory, but like whether he's been on the, the bridge for a while or whether he's tr- just transferred up from somewhere else or something. I'll have a bit of a think and me and you can sort of put that together. Yeah, sure. I think. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's the four kind of core characters, I think. Um, I will say uh, we're probably uh, vibe-wise... I keep saying vibe. Um, <laughs> vibes. <laughs> vibes. Um, <laughs> I, I've sort of had a thought that maybe we're going to be, as we're sort of going for a sort of slightly episodic structure with some things, there's plenty of scope there to have sort of people drop in for a, a recording session as another character at some point, you know, um, you know, as a sort of guest star type thing, which is something obviously happens a lot in Star Trek. <laughs> things. <laughs> so, um, but I, I feel like, like I say, this is going to be our kind of core crew and then we can obviously you know, have people drop in as like, this week the chief engineer is going to be a bit more to the fore and it's being played by somebody else. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that sort of pans out. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got uh, I've got a few, uh, speaking of other members of the crew then, I do have a few sort of um, worked out as kind of other positions on the ship. I figure we could go through them and then um, I've got a lot of empty spaces. So if anybody has a great idea for like, oh, we want this character to go in <laughs> some, or somebody like this, we, we can kind of, uh, we can add them to the, uh, to the list. Um, Good stuff. I think I've got an idea, but oh, I'll, I'll say that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'll go through. I'll go through what I've got already, and um, and we can sort of go from there. So I have the captain figured out because I think very early on, I think we'd sort of said like, oh, the captain's going to be an NPC as a sort of not not quite as a quest giver, if you know what I mean, but also just sort of I, I don't I don't want to use the phrase keeping things on track, but like um, as more of a kind of a touchstone for everybody to kind of check in with more than, you know, rather than anything else. Cause I feel, I feel like early on there was a kind of a, again, using the word vibe, but <laughs> a bit of a vibe from, you know, uh, from, from you guys that the, uh, you know, we're, we're already going into this. We had, you know, Eden, you were playing an ensign and um, Amy, a lieutenant. So it was already kind of like, a, okay, maybe we're not all going to be senior staff sort of thing. It kind of <laughs> makes more sense to be honest, hmm. unless you want, like unless someone wants to play a a commanding role, I think for the, like the, the the command structure, it makes more sense and it more accessible. Really, it yeah. also gives it that kind of it gives it the kind of feel of um, the lower decks series where the captain is present, but they're not the sole focus of the episode. Yeah. And the rest of the bridge crew, they have little appearances here and there, but it mainly focuses on the people outside of the senior staff that are carrying out the daily routines and doing the jobs on board ship. So it kind of works to have them as an NPC, mm. I think. So they are present there, and but the, the episodes... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're definitely... I mean, it's definitely going to be a character that you're, you know, interacting with on a regular basis. It's yeah, just like you said, like, character. we can touch... Ba- yeah, like we said, we can touch base with or expand, like, our, like our individual characters' like relationship with the, with the captain themselves kind of mm. thing, which makes yeah, it a bit more interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, the... the um, I mean, the focus of basically every Star Trek series, other than <laughs> other than Lower Decks, really is oh, well, I suppose Discovery, arguably as well, is that the captain is the central figure, sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that as the players, that you know, in a game like this, the players' characters are the central figure. So having the captain sort of be there, but not be the the focus, absolute of you know, the absolute focus of the show is you know, going to be interesting to sort of see how that comes together. Um, I've got an open slot here for the first officer because I think we weren't sure 
uh, definitely when I was making this spreadsheet, <laughs> whether one of you was going to say, oh, I want to be the be the Riker of the group, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I've got I've got an open slot here on the, um, the the crew manifest for that. So whether that's somebody we come up with today, um, I don't I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't even say what the ca- I've got a name for the ca- the captain. This took me forever because I wanted to give the right vibe. Vibe. God. I need somebody buy me what a thesaurus. For, I don't know. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. <laughs> tone. Mood. Yeah. Tone. Yeah. The, yeah, the right. Zeitgeist. <laughs> the right kind of deal for the captain. Um, I've, call, I've called him Harrison Collins because <laughs> I wanted it to sound <laughs> vaguely like, okay, that sounds like it could be a captain in Star Trek sort of thing, but also mm. keeping it pretty bland. <laughs> Um, Sounds like a forties film star. Yeah, a little bit. That's kind of what I was going for. Um, or a Harrison Ford like lookalike. Joan Collins and Harrison Ford. <laughs> Is our captain just Harrison Ford? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have to work on a Harrison Ford be impression it. before no, we start recording? No, no, no. <laughs> Not unless you want to. I don't, I don't. I don't think I can quite do it. There's some weird things with Harrison Ford's voice where he's kind of. Um, you know, sort of a lot of arms and things. I don't grumpy think it old man. Well. Yeah, grumpy I don't really want to play a grumpy old man as the captain, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that sort of 40s film star sort of <laughs> vibe was what I was getting. Vibe! Oh. <laughs> ah, you've done it again! <laughs> you should just call this the Star Trek vibe. The Star Trek vibe. Yeah, there we go. Okay, that's the title for this <laughs> for this Session Zero episode. Um, Session like Zero, Star Trek vibe. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, f- I feel like it would be fun to have the, the um, first officer be a bit of a kind of like a something to offset that whole kind of um, persona. So uh, an outgoing personality, or a um, well, just um, career- yeah, kind of like a risk. counterpoint type thing. Because um, I'm not, I'm, I don't want the captain to not be outgoing. I think it would just need to be a sort of steady sort of presence. Is- yeah, you need some sort of social skills and reading the room and mm. being able to command attention without having to particularly raise your voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need a Riker, basically. Sort of, yeah. We actually need a Riker. <laughs> um, is, it, is it possible he had a, thir- he had a, he had a second clone from that transport accident? Drafting. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Riker, the uh, Jimmy Riker, Jimmy Riker. Exactly the name that came to mind for me as well. <laughs> it's me, Jimmy Riker, the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to go complete wild card. I will say, as soon as I said wild card, I immediately thought um, of Always Sunny, and I thought we we don't want Charlie from Always Sunny as our first officer. Um, <laughs> oh, good God, <laughs> or Peter Griffin? Uh, no, oh. that's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would rather go with Stan than Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can come back to the first officer. I think um, I've I've got a um, an en- a chief engineer. I've got written. In here. I, I had an evening where I I splurted out like ten or so. Splurted out is an awful term. I, <laughs> I can't talk. To, I can't talk at all today. Um, a few supporting characters. <laughs> so I've got chief engineer Eli Carter. They're just human male, and I have no other details. I just was like, namegenerators.com, give me a give me a human name. It has to be an uber nerd. Uber nerd, Or like yeah. <laughs> an uber nerd, and like, he talks in, like, obviously he talks in engineering, like, jargon, but mm. 
in a way that n- make like no no sane person can make sense of until Everyone's he actually just goes sort of thing, fine yeah. fine I will reduce to your primitive methods <laughs> I will explain it to you like you're a child yeah, yeah sort of pretty much fine because okay. he's like oh you scientist you can't even understand what blah 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 blah, blah is I have a I have a notes column on my um on my spreadsheet I will put uber nerd. <laughs> Rarely understood. Fluent, fluent in techno babble. Yeah, yeah fluent, fluent in techno. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> interesting that none of you. Are, we haven't got any player characters in the engineering section at all. So hmm. yeah, <laughs> we're alive. I need to flesh that out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. If, Sabin Wright does have um, a collaboration for engineering. So okay, so you're 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 used to working with them, with but you're the science officer. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I've got uh, obviously chief medical officer. I've got um, as uh, uh, Doctor Irela. Yeah, um, um, I've got Lyra Murphy as my as the chief of security um, at the moment because you you were just down as lieutenant. Because I think we had a discussion where Worf is chief mm. of security, but as a lieutenant the whole time anyway. For the yeah. whole of TNG. <laughs> so yeah, um, and then I've got just down as science officer for Seven Rye. So. That's kind of what I've got as senior staff at the moment. I mean, all of this we can change up. Sounds good so far. Yeah, no, it sounds good. We've got so we've got kind of our senior staff there. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Under the security department, the only other character I've got written down in there is uh, Johnny Connor, <laughs> played by you. So <laughs> it's a two-person security department at the moment. <laughs> Just Lyra in charge and Johnny being the only other guy. That obviously, yeah, we, we need to fill out some more characters in there. So that that's a yeah. place where there's plenty of room for, um, ah, just getting, yeah. But I'm, my my brain is throwing weird character concepts at me now for like a, <laughs> just I don't know. It could, we could get real weird with security, like a guy who's like obsessed with knives and stuff, and it's just a, an absolute department full of psychos, like. <laughs> Now you're creating a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a McKee, a McKee ship. Oh. <laughs> Which Lyra is okay with. But <laughs> Johnny's like not. Star, Starfleet would really frown on us. Um, under the sort of the con section, we've got our uh, Bolian that we met in the one shot, uh, Bansos. Um, oh, yeah. He's just kind of like a pilot. Um, and we've also got a flight controller slash pilot, uh, Lieutenant Maltrek, which was uh, Mark's other... You, you gave me two character options the other day as one yeah, she's kind right. of sort of refined down. It was like, it's going to be one of these two. Um, mm. So this was this was your other one. You said use this one as <laughs> someone on the ship. Um, yeah, Lieutenant Maltrek. Yeah, he's Vulcan. Maltrek, sorry. I, I wrote Maltrek. Yeah. I need to, I need oh, to adjust that. No worries. Yeah. I had a good laugh listening back to uh, Bansos uh, re- starting to regale Johnny with Tales of Riser. <laughs> it seemed like he was I'd forgotten about that. kind of doing that bit from uh, Airplane. Yeah. Like, Let me tell you, Johnny, about Riser. Have you hey, ever Johnny. been to Riser, Johnny? You ever been to a anyone who goes to <laughs> Anyone who goes I... to Riser is a whore. That's what I got from that. Yeah, that was yeah. I, th- I think Lyra, like, that, like told him off as well. I, yeah. can't, I can't quite remember. <laughs> I need to re-listen to it. Yeah, um, you walked in. You walked in, said something, and then walked away again. <laughs> so it's, it's like a walking, mic drop, and off you go. Drive by comment. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it is good. Um, so, in, in practical terms of the ship, though, we've got plenty of room for pilots because I do have. Uh, we're, we're 
a Nebula class with the flight pod on the back. So we've got extensive, uh, and I've even actually included this in the, the ship's sheet, which I need to share with you all. Um, we have uh, extensive hangar bays, basically. So it's room for extra shuttles and things. So I just thought that'd be fun if we're like basically like an aircraft carrier. Um, so yeah, plenty of room for pilots and things, but the flight controller is uh, Lieutenant Malrek, who's in charge of it. Uh, and you, you'd given me the note, um, which I have paraphrased to try and fit it into Microsoft Excel a little bit better. <laughs> of um, mm. He's got survivor's guilt from losing his brother in a terrorist bombing on Vulcan by uh, logic extremists who attacked a peaceful gathering that he had convinced his brother to attend. And um, if, his, if he hadn't persisted, his brother would still be alive. A bit of a uh, mm-hmm. tragic backstory yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so, but th- those two are the only ones I've got under con. Um, and medical, so this is technically, well, this is uh, Dr. Arela's uh, subordinates. Uh, I've got a junior doctor, Ensign uh, Haru, who's a, just a human female. Mm-hmm. And I've got Lieutenant Commander Mavala, Arcation Counselor, um, who's sort of the, the ship, <laughs> ship therapist kind mm-hmm. of thing, is a giant cat person. Um, I thought it might be <laughs> quite funny. Um, Pet the kitty to relieve your stress. Yeah. Giant, oh, my giant brain therapy. was going. My brain was going down the same route. Have <laughs> <laughs> a counseling session. I'll let you stroke my head, and it will calm you down. <laughs> well, I, hang on. I did make up like a. Um, where is it? I made a character sheet for. Uh, the values I've got for the um, the counselor are getting to know people never ends badly. A welcome environment works wonders. All are different. All are the same. Everyone has a story to tell. And their focuses are in psychology, psychiatry, body language, chess. Um, the meme speak from that, the people from the episode with um, uh, Shaka when the walls fell, you know, the one oh, that... Darmok. Yeah, Darmok, that's the I one. love that episode. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. love that episode. So they, they've got a, a focus in that so they can talk in that <laughs> speech oh, and uh, etiquette because nice. I thought it would be funny. So they're just super into Ch- like chess and like reading people and stuff. Shaka, um, when the walls fell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that episode. Do Katians have six nipples? Uh, well, you're going to have to buy them dinner if you want to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> um, just thinking, who else have I got? I've got? I came up with a Betazoid lieutenant who works in astrometrics under the sciences. That's the only sciences officer I've got other than, um, other than yourself, obviously, Mark. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody in engineering except for that chief engineer. Um, <laughs> and then we've got our uh, 10 forward bartender, which Mark, you also contributed, which is Arden Pringle Athis, a Betazoid. Not sure where the Pringle came from. Um, the Pringle oh, please came... tell me that's his nickname. Please. Pringle is the nickname. <laughs> I'll tell you why it came up with that. I was I spent an evening coming up with various characters when um, AJ asked me if I wanted to come on board for this and i came up with Sa- sabian i came up with malrek and a few others but then i thought hang on a minute. aj said something about needing support characters so i drew a few up and i was finishing off a tube of texas barbecue pringles at the time <laughs> <laughs> so arden athis is his full name but everybody on the ship just knows him as pringle and he's kind of like a he's kind of like a, a not he's a kind of like a, 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 a sort of sympathetic lawful, well, chaotic, neutral, Harcourt Fenton mud type character. Okay, but they let him be the barman. He's the barman, yeah. yeah. He's he's but- he's got a, he's got a, he's very much like mud, but he's got this kind of um, he's been around the place. He's done he's done various jobs around the galaxy. He's seen things. He's always got a story to tell, but he's also very good at doing mixes. 
<laughs> he loves a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. If he, if you want to give him the Pringle guy's moustache, feel free. I haven't got a visual for him, <laughs> but his nickname is Pringle. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of all we've got. There's not really a lot of you know because including your characters, it's still only. Hang on, let me just count this. Uh, Thirteen characters. It's not a lot, really, um, for a whole starship. So, if anybody's got any that mm. they want to kick in at this point, or even if it's just like a vague concept of like, what about a what about a guy who's like this, or what about a yeah? I've got an idea. What about a club-footed Andorian who works in engineering? Okay. Why usually, <laughs> usually, usually either doing a job sat down or you know underneath something filling with. Uh, <clears throat> circuits and so forth why is he club footed i don't know it's just a quirk okay um i like the idea of an andor in engineering how about i mean we can we can obviously flesh it out later and everything um properly yeah. what what if it would have instead of club footed but we'll be like lost a leg in in the dominion war or something you know because yeah with the time we're, we're sort of setting the game that's fairly recent um i'll put it on the list anyway we'll, we'll, we'll have a think that's one i guess uh, well, I, I've got an idea. That's, I need to it's, have a look. Yeah, through my list. I've got an idea that's kind of a little bit out there as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and tell me if it's too far. I, I think this is reasonable. I would like another character on Johnny's kind of like level. Okay, possibly sure. a lieutenant, possibly a civilian member of the crew, maybe the barber, somebody that's around his age that's kind of come up in a not similar but slightly Parallel similar sort of yeah. yeah circumstance where they are somebody that's also coming up but they've idealized stories about the enterprise just in general mm. and this is based on things that barclay has put out into the world things he's written about because <laughs> during this time period he's kind of fairly respected if memory <laughs> serves um so this character has been following Barclay and perhaps sees them in the same way that johnny's quite dogmatic and believes that starfleet is rah-rah and all that this character is kind of similar in that they it would be a friend to Johnny. I feel like maybe somebody else that's on his level like that would be good to have around just as maybe he, they can bounce off of each other, learn something from each other. Maybe but... it's Johnny's roommate. Hmm. Because he's only an ensign. So Yeah, he could have gotten really lucky and kind of moved into a room where somebody's got like a picture of the Enterprise on the wall yeah. and there's a fra- like a signed thing of Barclay on their desk. I mean it's and... it's a big ship, <laughs> but like you're an ensign, so I feel like it would be shared rooms, but not I'm not talking like okay, all the ensigns are in like a big barracks together or something. It's just like, like double rooms. Like a bunk. Yeah. Yeah, like a twin <laughs> room kind of thing. Yeah. So you got you've got yeah. like a roommate, like a you know, like you're in like a college dorm. <laughs> Yeah, and th- these aren't characters that necessarily get to work together all oh, the no, time. Oh, no, no, they just get assigned together because they're the same rank. That's it, and it's it's just somebody to have, for him to have a conversation with, because it feels like maybe if he were by himself and didn't find anybody to connect with on that level, he'd really be struggling on that ship. If everybody else is kind of like just normal Starfleet while he's really kind of going through the motions okay. alone. So maybe it, like another a... engineering officer, because we haven't got enough of them. Yeah. Engineering. That Another, uh, so also grown up with sort of tales of the Enterprise. I feel like if it's Barclay, it would be en- engineering because Barclay mm-hmm. was an engineer, I think, on TNG. He was, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because Geordie was. But again, again, this is this is where it's sort of like this isn't the truth of Barclay or the Enterprise that this character believes in. This is kind of like an idealized version of events where Barclay was the hero that he thought he was. That that version that Barclay played. Yeah, he was the greatest computer engineer. Yeah, it's the greatest holo engineer. <laughs> he certainly didn't make weird holo programs where he made out with his co-workers and stuff. <laughs> Exactly. He 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 believes that version of Barclay, the one that Barclay made for himself. Mm. <laughs> I realized kind of front. Because that's probably the kind of bullshit. Yeah, he read about it on Barclay's blog. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Is that it's, it's the kind of thing that Barclay would write about himself to tell others, because he's not necessarily going to have learned. Over the course of all the episodes that he's in, we, we do see that he tries, but he never really stops being who he is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of a liar and not necessarily a cheat, but somebody that's always going to kind of misrepresent themselves. And perhaps this character's a little bit like that. Okay. Um, I'm just putting in notes here. Idealizes Reg Barkley. Why do I remember his full name? Because um, <laughs> he's a great character. He's a great, he a great, great character. Job. Johnny Cornwall's roommate. <laughs> uh, okay. So is is this guy a human? What is What are you thinking? Um, I think another race might be fun. I think maybe even a Ferengi. Okay. Because they might be the types to necessarily have bought into kind of like slightly stylized stuff. Wouldn't necessarily have read between the lines of human humans lying about that kind of thing. Or even possibly embracing that side of things where maybe he's even slightly aware that Barclay is embellishing. But hey, that's fine. He, he's a well-respected officer at this point, so why yeah. not do that? Yeah, I'm up for that. Uh, by this point, you know, we're a couple of years past Nog joining Starfleet, so yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll go for Ferengi on that. That's yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to over-egg the pudding by being too much. No, no, so, no, yeah. no, that's a good... That's That gives me stuff to work with. Um, so I've got... Yeah, I've put him in en- engineering. Here's what I've got. I'll come up with a name later, unless you can think of a, you know... A typically Ferengi name at the moment, which is normally like one syllable kind of Yeah. Hmm. Uh Bonge. Bonge. <laughs> okay. How are you spelling that? <laughs> B-O-N-G-E. Bonge. It's very close to bong, but okay. <laughs> it's, it's not intended to be like that at all. That genuinely wasn't the intent. <laughs> no, I like it. Ensign Bonge. <laughs> Bonge. The pronunciation is going to be a thing, I think. But yeah, <laughs> he's maybe not going to show up in every episode, but I think it'd be funny. Um, you get uh, to do a Ferengi voice as well. That'd, uh, that'd be fun. I have to talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Johnny. How's your day going? Well, I'm going to have to work on that. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I have to put, I'm going to, oh, no, I won't. I was going to say, I'll put my camera on and show you guys the face I have to make when I make that. I'm kind of like grimacing <laughs> like I'm a weird little goblin man. That's necessary. <laughs> Method acting. Um, it kind okay. of helps to put the tongue to the roof of your mouth. Yeah, well, no, I'm kind of like jutting my, I'm kind of jutting my bottom jaw forward a little bit like I'm making the, um, the troll face kind of meme face thing. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh, it's tough. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll come up with a proper voice that doesn't destroy my vocal cords when we're yeah. actually doing it. <laughs> but I like that we've got a roommate for for Johnny. Um, I feel like the the rest of you though are a little bit higher up in rank, so you guys get your own rooms. So maybe Johnny's the only one with a roommate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think anything above lieutenant, you basically get your own room. Yeah. Well, anything mm. above ensign, really, you get your own room. It's only yeah. ensigns and down. <laughs> Don't get... sure. um, yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of sort of empty things. That, so... I do you know. think we'd need another tactical-based officer? I mean, we've got chief security, obviously, but do you think it'd be good to have another mm. person with tactical experience? I mean, what, to sort of man the uh, the tactical console at the bridge or whatever? I don't know what that would come to under. Do so I could... You mean another Lackley for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody kind has to report to you. Yeah, well, you would be Wharf when you're on the bridge, but if some, if you're on an away mission or something, then this... Yeah. Somebody else steps over. in, yeah. Yeah, so they could be, like, your second... Like higher up than Johnny, but <laughs> yeah. able to. We're giving Johnny another boss. I, I, I hey, that's cannot, fine with me. Not as such. Cannot, I cannot remember what the blue people are called. Well, there's two, uh, two, there's two types. There's Bolians and there's uh, Benzites. Benzites are the the ones who have. I don't know if you remember that one where he's got like a kind of little rig in front of him that's like a vape rig. Yeah, the bre- breathing, the breathing apparatus. Yeah, yeah. No, the other one. one. It's the other one I'm meaning. So Bolians, um, yeah. Bolians. Bolians are just blue yeah. people. And then there's, well, there's Andorians as well, but yeah, Bolians yeah. are just, they're kind of but bald blue the people. Anten- the Andorians have the antenna, don't Yeah, they? yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah no, Bolians have the line down the middle of their partition on the face. Wolf's hairdresser from Schisms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we do need to come up with a barber as well. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, so yeah, Bolian are putting down security slash tactical. If this is going to be Murphy's second, we'll make them a lieutenant, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she needs a buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Someone to complain about Johnny about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Bolian, male or female? Um, yeah, let's go female. Okay. I don't uh, remember seeing. I don't remember seeing many female Bolians in series. No. So, um, yeah, no. I think it'd be good to go down that route. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's go for a female. Okay, I'm just putting Murphy's second in notes. We can come up with names and things later. I kind of put you on the spot there, Eden, with the Ferengi name, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I always like coming up with names. You you know me on all those ones where yeah. we come up with town names for uh, for your uh, D&D set. Yeah, like give me, <laughs> give me ten weird around. names for places. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if anybody, unless anybody's got any others, I think um, that that's that's sort of that's a good extra couple of characters. But we can always add more, and we will add more. <laughs> I think. Um, I am going to have to work on a voice for the EMH, aren't I? Oh, I'm already going to have to watch Voyager. Now I'm going to have to watch more Voyager to try and get the voice down. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> Is that some sort of punishment? <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm just not a huge Voyager fan, that's all. Um, In fairness, if you've got to watch Doctor-related episodes, oh, you yeah, are Doctor going to watch the, best the episodes. better episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, if nobody else is... If, if there's no none of us to put down right now... Well, I don't know, Dragon. Have you got like somebody you want to add to your department? That's maybe how we should have uh, should have organised this, really. No, but I'll probably have something for you before the next record. Okay, well, let me know. Like, yeah, come up with it, you your your assistant or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, all right. Does anybody have? I mean, this is a sort of a short intro kind of thing. Has anybody got anything else they want to add before we kind of bring this to a close? Because I don't really want to sort of spoil what's uh, what's coming up in the story so much at all or anything but uh, yeah. I had one question for Mark about his character 
Um, how many lifetimes has this Trill experienced? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, two lifetimes uh, previously, so the joining with Sabin is the third one. Okay. So Ray, I've decided Sabin Ray, so R A R Ray, I'll pronounce it. So Ray mm-hmm. is the the name of the symbiote or the symbiont, and uh, Sabin is the host. Okay. That's actually helpful for me as well. I'll put that in the note. Yeah, I might do. What I might do is do a little bit of digging into um, the pre the two previous lifetimes, or at least the time what was going on at the time that they would have been. So maybe draw an experience because I know in the rule book it says if you're a tr- join troll you can draw on experiences from a previous uh, host. It would be so, helpful if you you gave yourself something to draw from there. I think it's like a my second host was this or my first host did this or you know yeah. yeah. Exactly. So That's do, exactly I'll, what I was thinking about. I was very curious about that. Mm. Yeah, fair dues. But yeah, I'll do some digging in the place timelines for when the previous two hosts were about. Mm. Awesome. Okay, well, there's nothing else to add then. I'm, I'm, I'm all I all I sort of got to add to say is that I'm I'm looking forward to playing and hoping you you guys have a good fun time when we do. And, and uh, yeah, I hope our audience is looking forward to it as much as I am. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good to yeah, get back. Totally. It'll be good to get back into this again. It's been too long. Mm, yeah, mm. I think by the time because oh, when you were last on was Call of Cthulhu, wasn't it? Which yeah, that was, was in 2019. 20, yeah, 2018, 2019. When did we start it? Oh, it was knows. late 2018, I think. Yeah, it was like November. Mm. Yeah, yeah, late 2018, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, because it's been a while. Yeah, let's I'm, put it that way. <laughs> it, has, it has been a while. Yeah, yeah. but uh, again, listeners, a little peek behind the curtain. We are recording this in March 2021. I don't think it's going up then. Um, but greetings from the past, I guess. I'm going to cut this out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those it's days. Artistic, it's artistic license, AJ. Yeah. Just roll with it. Yeah, time, fine. time isn't feel real. The yeah. Feel the vibe. Feel the vibe. Oh no, I'm doing it. Yeah, that's right. I <laughs> passed on the vibe like it's a Borg nanite. Um, <laughs> uh, so okay, cool. Um, well, we will uh, we'll look forward to uh, sharing our first episode with everybody. Hopefully, um, if my future self's planning comes together, it should be the very next episode after this one. Um, so we will see you next time with the starting of our. Uh, our story um but yeah thanks everybody else for joining me for this this has been a, a fun little intro for each of your characters i think and there's a yeah a little uh, little peek into um what we've got to come totally yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. thanks for having me thanks on and, having... uh, as usual yeah. yeah thanks for inviting me on board mm. yes okay um i will now awkwardly end the podcast by forgetting how all of our links work so i will re- <laughs> record that later because effort um, Space. Yeah. <laughs> Final frontier. Oh, we should have done that at the start, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. And now, and now I've got to leave this in. Record it. Record it and add it afterwards, mate. I haven't got a voice for the captain yet to work on my Harrison Ford impression. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you, could go Welsh, you could go Welsh with it, maybe. Space, the final frontier. <laughs> I, yeah. the that would That's throw a lot of people game. off. I think <laughs> it might. It might do. It might do. I just wish there were more. It would complete my tour of um, poor Terrible accents accent. of the British Isles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do wish there were more regional accents in Star Trek. But overall, I mean, you could give him like a Belf- Belfast or Dublin accent. That would be quite oh, funny as that well. That would be different. Yeah. 
had a terrible <laughs> flashback to the Space Irish episode of Next Generation. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Maybe we won't go that way. <laughs> that episode is... There's a lot of problems in that episode. Oh, yeah. God, that's the one where the girl gets Riker to wash her feet. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, Thinking well, that's so bad. Riker Crossing goes to Scotland in season seven as well. Did they? Oh, no, the whole, oh yeah, the ghost episode. Yeah, the ghost episode. Oh, <laughs> such a weird episode. Let's close this out with a solemn promise from me that there will be no weird romance episodes with a ghost candle. Let's just put it there. <laughs> and no, 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 um, no fake Scottish accents either. We've got two. We've got two real ones. We ones. don't need yeah. any fake yep. ones. No. <laughs> No matter how much like Billy Connolly they may sound, we don't need them. I, 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 there's a reason why I haven't done any Scottish voices myself on the podcast, and that's because I know way too many of you <laughs> north of the border who will murder me. If, if Do they I know where you live, though? Do they know where you live, though, Adrian? Oh, they can find, oh, they can it, find out. it out. Yeah. I think Pete probably does. He might do, yeah. I think I had to send some stuff once. Yes, you sent it to me though. Oh, that's true. Well, you can you can come and murder me then. So. <laughs> um, do you know what? I would love to see Peter Capaldi do Star Trek. I don't know why. I just think wow. he'd be a good fit for mm. it. I'll send him an email. See if he wants to be our captain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot for joining me, everybody. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you next. It's, it's see you in space. See you in space. Yeah, that's a sign off. <laughs> I'm bad at this You sure are AJ from March Hi everybody, AJ from the end of June here With all the links and things (laughs) Uh, As always you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter And Instagram, we are at PretendWithDice We'd love for you all to join us On our Discord server, the links to which Are on our Twitter bio And in the I I probably should have planned this beforehand Damn it, AJ from June is just as bad As AJ from uh, end of March Um (laughs) <laughs> the links to our Discord are on the contact page of our Podbean site, which is pretendingwithdice.podbean.com. Uh, come and join us on there. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, but yes, I, I sincerely hope you'll all join us uh, next week for the uh, premiere episode of our Star Trek show, uh, which we are now calling Frontier. Um, everybody's putting a lot of work. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it. I, I'm just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I hope you'll join us. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Thanks a lot.